We are going to get into the drama happening in Leduc, specifically at a city council meeting that took place on Monday. So there was a public commentary portion of this city council meeting, and it ended pretty abruptly after a, a woman stood up and, and insisted that the colors of the pride flag stand for bestiality, necrophilia, and pedophilia. She was joined by a man who identified himself as someone called Bill McDavid. He addressed the issue of pride symbols during this public commentary portion. Right now, I don't care how much heat I take for this, but if it doesn't go, we're coming. And there's lots of us. We're freaking upset. This stuff's got to stop. Uh, who, ma- who made the decision to promote this gay agenda? Did it come in from... I got a lot of gay friends. Quite a few. I grew up with them, too. It's in the 70s and 80s, 90s. They didn't walk around doing this <laughs> back then. Why should they be doing it now? Okay, so this is the Leduc citizen, as we said, identifying himself as Bill McDavid. There's lots of conversations circulating online that that's not his real name. Uh, We won't, of course, out who he is until that's been, of course, verified. But what happened during this public commentary portion of the meeting was it it sort of just evolved into screaming and yelling and really hateful speech. That's really just a tiny sampling of what it began as and then turned into something really ugly before being shut down by City of Leduc Mayor Bob Young. So we're going to get the perspective of one of the councillors that was at that meeting right now. Councillor for the City of Leduc, Ryan Pollard, is joining us. Councillor, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks very much. You know, now a couple days have passed, and I know that there is still a lot of passionate emotion uh, when it comes to this this video that's been circulated. Some people have seen the entire 12 minutes of it. Others are seeing little snippets on the news. I'm wondering how you're feeling now as you're sort of digesting what's happened over the last couple of days. Well, you know, I gotta be—I gotta be honest. Like uh, when it was happening, I, I was pretty shaken. Um, it was—it was really unprecedented that, that people would feel so emboldened to uh, to come to our council chamber and and spew such a you know such a terrible uh, string of lies and defamation towards a, a group in our community. And uh, you know, afterwards, uh, you know. It, Mayor Young called for a recess, and uh, he and I we left the chamber, and uh, and uh, we could we could hear hear the the screaming going on in, inside. Still, uh, we came back and, and to, to go back into closed session because we needed to carry on the uh, the business of the city. But uh, they still wouldn't leave after that. And when the, when they left, they were out in the atrium, and we could still hear them hear them yelling. And I know that there were there were other members of the community that that were uh, you know confronting them and and. Uh, and they were being confronted right back. And it was a very kind of a harrowing uh, scene. And I really feared for the safety of our staff and, and for that matter, for, for members of the press and for uh, for the citizens who were, who were gathered. Yeah, I mean, what we just heard was, you know, sort of the introduction to this, this public commentary that was really quite tame. And then it turned into something that was really volatile. And I think something really alarming to be worried for your safety, I don't think is, uh, is, is a reach. This is typically not what happens at a city council meeting, let's be honest. Something like this is uh, generally not something that circulates. But you can hear at the beginning, councillor, of of this Bill McDavid as he starts speaking, there's there's applause by the other members of this meeting. Do you find that alarming, that his views might be reflected or echoed by your constituency? Well... (laughs) 
is it alarming that that, that people would agree with him? Uh, you know, it's 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 not comforting. But uh, what's more alarming is 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 when people appear to be organized and they they appear emboldened to to engage in intimidating behavior uh, in in a council chamber in front of a deliberative body who, mm-hmm. who's uh, tasked with uh, with uh, dealing with uh, the business of the city in a democratic way. Uh, you know. The, the kinds of things that were happening, people kind of have, having outbursts from from the gallery, uh, applauding, uh, uh, punctuating remarks, uh, you know, completely all out of order. But uh, you know, what uh, my, my impression was that uh, that that the that the intent was to create a, a an impression that uh, you know this was an organized mob and uh, they were all in it together and they were all supportive of this one person. Uh, whether or not uh, there happens to be 30 people in the community that happen to have important views, that that, that would neither uh, surprise me nor uh, make me feel particularly alarmed because it would just, it, that would be a power for the course for, for any community, I think, in the Western world. Um, but uh, something's, something's changed uh, and, and people feel emboldened now that, that, that they can come come to these places and, and, and confront people and, and, and try to intimidate them, throw their weight around and try to get their, their way when they when they don't like uh, the progress that's happening. I think you're absolutely right. I think you nailed it. I think that there is something that has been sort of living under the surface and now feels like it's the appropriate time for many people to be expressing these really hateful ways of thinking. And it, there's a difference. There's a real difference between freedom of expression and free speech. It doesn't mean freedom to abuse or freedom to threaten others or spew hate speech. And that's what this really turned into. I wonder if there are repercussions for for this person or are there going to be changes made to the way that the Leduc City Council handles public commentary? I know there's no time limit on it right now. Is that being looked at? Well, uh, there there is a, there is a time limit, and, and I know I, I spoke to another person in an interview, and and uh, and I said, you know, there there's a time limit, but uh, we haven't seen a need to enforce it uh, okay. in the past. We let we let people kind of uh, say their piece, and quite sometimes, and we we've got time uh, for the most part, and we and we can let people finish their thoughts. Um, no one's views just uh, up until now. Um, uh, in terms of repercussions, I mean, I guess, I guess it remains to be seen. I'm not going to be saying anything more about that uh, for, for those individuals because I, I, I wouldn't have any knowledge of it, to be uh, to be honest. But uh, in terms of uh, what, what we do going forward, I, I really don't know. Uh, you know, I never, I never before felt like uh, public commentary would be uh, a place uh, or, or a cause of un, unsafety for, for our staff or the people that I'm most concerned about because uh, they, they've borne the brunt of a lot of these uh, people calling in and, and saying disgusting things to them, calling them things like groomers and then insinuating that they were on the side of pedophiles and abusers, uh, which clearly they're not. Uh, not not that it needed to be said, but it's 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 very disheartening uh, for them and, and I feel bad for them and, and I, I don't want them to feel unsafe. I don't want them to be physically unsafe. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the the right answer is to, to public commentary. Uh, we're, you know, we're, it's not. It's not mandated under uh, the municipal government act. There are communities in Alberta that don't have it at all, and. Uh, I'd hate to see it go because I get a lot of really good material from that. Mm-hmm. The people that come there, they're not happy with the things we've done, and maybe I hear something I hadn't thought of before. Or uh, people come and they uh, 
to express uh, support for, for things. And, and I'll give you an example. Um, an ongoing problem in Leduc and, and throughout Alberta, for that matter, but uh, specific to Leduc, uh, is homelessness. And uh, we're trying our best to, to address an issue that's become acute in the last few years in, in a way that uh, challenges that we've never had to face before and uh, doing the best uh, when our cities were never meant to, to address uh, problems that typically you'd expect uh, another order of government to, to have the resources to address. And so it's been essentially downloaded on us. And so uh, it's a matter of debate because, um, you know, there, there are people that are experiencing homelessness and there's people in the community that uh, feel that uh, there's there's people ca- causing trouble in the community. Uh, and so a uh, number of people came from the homeless community to to tell us about their experiences. People that don't have an address, so we're and 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 so they're not able to send us a letter or send us an email or whatnot. And uh, and and you know whatever 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 their situation in life, they may not have the wherewithal to mm-hmm. jump through whatever hoops may exist. And so th- that was a those were very moving. Uh, and members of the community also telling us about their experiences, people they know that that that, that have uh, fallen into into this situation. And then I got to say, like there were there were there were tears in the chamber that night, and then and I was not immune to that because uh, it was there was very moving stories, and I. I Fear that uh, if we hadn't had public commentary, I wouldn't have heard those stories. Uh, those, those would have been those would, would have been lost to us. Yeah, the impact sounds like it can be incredibly profound, and you know, also provides people the opportunity to feel like they can speak to those that are that are leading our communities, which is something that is so important for I think the overall well-being of our society. Uh, Councillor, thank you so much for making the time to explain your perspective on this. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Anytime. Of course. Take care. That's Ryan Pollard, a councillor for the city of Leduc. We're going to check in now with the mayor of the city of Leduc, Mayor Bob Young, in just a few minutes. Talking about what took place at a Leduc city council meeting on Monday evening. Now we're going to check in with the mayor of the city of Leduc, Bob Young. Mayor Young, thank you so much for joining the show and making the time. Really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. I appreciate having a chance to uh, talk about it. Yeah, I, well, I mean, because what a position for you to have been put in. Obviously, you uh, you ended the, the meeting or the public commentary of the meeting pretty abruptly um, as this Bill McDavid, as he called himself during the meeting, went on what turned into a really homophobic and hate-filled rant. Um, we just spoke with uh, with one of your co-workers. We t- spoke to uh, Councillor Ryan Pollard, and he was explaining to us that the public commentary portion of these meetings is something that's really important. Are there... Are there kind of conversations right now about how public commentary might be looked at moving forward to eliminate situations uh, like this? Yeah, right. For the last year, our public commentary, like we, we probably have the least guidelines and rules for public commentary of, of any council probably in Alberta. And um, it's it's really been actually quite devastating. You know, there used to be a time, you know, I, I, I've been in municipal politics now for over 18 years. I used to love uh, public commentary because it was an opportunity for people to come in and uh, talk to council. We could have a good back and forth uh, discussion. And, you know, they'd bring up things that we hadn't thought of. Um, what our public commentary has uh, evolved into is people come in and they abuse staff, they abuse council, and, um, you know, Personally, I think you know we'd be better served if we had a way so that people could come and present to council. Uh, under our current format, uh, we don't even uh, have the ability to have a back and forth conversation. Hmm. And so, what happens is people come in and they just berate uh, staff and, and council. 
Do you think that there's been an increase in hate? Because, you know, there are so many conversations happening online that that would suggest that people do feel emboldened now to spew these really controversial (laughs) and hateful beliefs. And I believe that that's true. Is that what you're experiencing? Oh, I, you know what? In, like I said, I've been in this business now for over 18 years. I have never seen the hatred uh, uh, that is out there in our community right now. And, you know, uh, like what happened on Monday night, I believe, um, was mostly uh, people that, that don't even live in our community. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a group of people that um, they, they, they preach hatred, and, and we got a dose of that on Monday night. Yeah, there there seems to be a school of thought that, that you know, events like this are part of a, a larger concerted effort to try to disrupt government. And that's ultimately what it what it resulted in. I mean, you can't possibly have a, a productive meeting when someone is ranting and yelling and spewing hateful comments your way. There's nothing you can really do about it other than to uh, to call a recess. Um, I'm wondering how much pressure that puts on you as a mayor and as a leader to try to deal with with ideas like this and mindsets like uh, this. You know what? <laughs> like I said, I've never ever had to deal with this before, and and it's it's been devastating the effect that it's had on on our council. And um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that we're going to uh, take some steps. Uh, you know, the last thing you want to do is take away the forum for people to come in and talk to council. Mm-hmm. You know, my door is always open people can come and talk to me our counselors are in the in the community they can talk to them and you know we somehow though we have to make sure that um we keep the right for people to come and talk to us without allowing uh, this to become a, a forum for people with their hate speech mayor does it make the city of leduc kind of reanalyze its approach towards pride events and being outspoken about being an inclusive community what I'll say right now is that this makes me more resolved uh, than ever to continue doing something like this. What this shows me is that there there are groups out there, and like I'm the eternal optimist. Like I really think that um, that the, that the people that showed up on Monday night in our council they don't re- represent the majority of Albertans. It's a it's a, a few hateful people. They don't like anything that's different. And uh, you know, like I'm more resolved than ever to make sure that you know we have to keep celebrating this just so that we can um, bring the these uh, problems to a forefront. Like it's, it's just not acceptable in our society anymore to have this kind of hate. Mayor, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us today. I know we don't have very long with you, but really appreciate you making the time. Okay, thank you. Um, I really appreciate it. Of course. Take care. That's Mayor Bob okay. Young, uh, Mayor of the City of Ladue, talking, of course, about what happened at that City Council meeting on Monday evening when uh, someone who claimed their name was Laurel and another man claiming his name was Bill McDavid uh, stood up and uh, issued a really hateful speech that lasted for about 10 minutes and ended up resulting in the um, Ladue City Council having to call recess on that meeting.